0: Just after 3.30, Kimba on the Roach with you. Thanks to our good friends at Lumo and Hyundai. Looking forward to chatting to our next guest, who I now can officially say, Rooch, is a mild genius. I said last week that her tipping is second
1: to only one. Listen, your nose is growing. It was only Ben and I who voted for this interview because you didn't want to be exposed here. Your title as the world's greatest tipster is about to fall. You feel threatened. You actually do not want our next guest on the show ever again. Absolute rubbish. <laughs> I mean, you awe. are in. She is <laughs> Absolute a mild genius fear. because
0: last week we said who's going to win by how much between the Matildas and Uzbekistan? 3 0. We'll break them down. 3 0 win, I believe, for the Matildas. 3 0. We'll hold you to that.
1: And I've never seen you shake as much.
0: I'm not shaking. I'm proud. Yeah, you are about to fall. I tell you what, she had a bit of a head wobble too. Yeah, I believe really? she ran bum fluff Benny, our producer, saying, I got it right, I got it right. Hello, well, Alicia. let's bring her on. <laughs> Alicia Canavis joins us now. Congratulations.
2: <laughs> oh, team, you flattered me. What a, what a hit prediction. I did text Ben. I did say, look, we we did discuss this, right, during the week and 3-0, and but... Great game, I thought, from both teams. I really, really thought it was a good game. Obviously, the Matildas um, were lacking a bit in the final third and, and things were a little bit shaky and a little bit rusty up top. However, um, the conditions they were playing in, the very quick preparation time that they had, I still thought it was at least a bit entertaining uh, with the Uzbekistan team being able to take it to the Matildas for you know, 50, 60 minutes of the match. So I think that's encouraging for them. But yes.
0: Three nil. Three nil. End. You got it right. So the pressure <laughs> mounts on you. We'll get where's your predictions applause? shortly. Go on, where's the applause? She's been applauding herself, Roach. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. The final qualifier gets underway at seven thirty tonight at Marvel Stadium. You spoke about the game last week. Played over there. It was snowing. Now in
1: Melbourne, it's like oh. thirty-five plus. Well, it's indoor. It is indoor. It's still going to be warm, but it's indoor.
0: Yeah, look, I, I think the biggest thing, apart
2: from the temperature, is the, the travel, right, mm. for both teams. I think mm. it's a pretty big flight, obviously, coming in. They would have had a very quick turnaround in preparation, let's say at max uh, your flight day, and then, and then 48 hours of, mm. of a bit of lead time to maybe have a quick it out, training run, and, and then you're into your match. So for me, it's more the turnaround time um, in the travel that'll be mm. the factor. Obviously, the heat won't go too well for the Uzbeki team. They'll be very used to their cold. But the big one for me, um, as it was last week, is how uh, the game is managed from the Australian exactly. perspective, who is rested, who mm. gets their opportunities, and I think that will really dictate this match and the tempo of it as well. So we saw on Saturday, Caitlin Ford started on the bench as an example. That's just purely rest, I think. And I think she'll start on the bench again today. Ooh, I, I don't think to. she'll start today's match, but we'll wait and see. I'm intrigued to see um, the personnel and, and pretty much the starting 11 that Tony goes with. So
0: we spoke, we, we, we spoke last this week, Roach, remember, about Michelle Heyman, and we said it was a fairy tale. Yep. The, fa- uh, the fairy tale got a little bit of icing on the cake. She managed to score. Will she be starting this tonight?
2: Yeah, look, I'm a huge advocate for the fact that Sam Kerr's out. She is not in that traditional uh, pressing nine role. I think the simple thing to do for the team and for the structure of the team is not mix it around, throw Michelle Heyman up there and let her do what she does. She she plays a pretty similar game to Sammy. Um, she's always goal poaching. She's a great finisher as well, a little bit more mobile, and she's got a great head as well. She's very good in the air. So I think that makes sense as, as much of like-for-like that we can possibly get um, in lieu of Sam's absence. So for me, I think she starts today. I think her impact when she came on, you could just see her urgency and and her willingness to be there and her appreciation, I think, to be back in the green and gold or in Saturday's case, the teal. Um, so definitely, I think mm. Michelle gets to start today.
1: So, Alyssa, let's, let's just work the thought Uzbekistan doesn't just sit back because there's no point in that, is there? So if they get opened up, well, how tactically does Australia open them up to actually make sure this is not in any way a game that puts anything in doubt?
2: Yeah, I think if there can be lessons learned from Saturday's match, it was um, just to kind of curb the frustration a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, I actually would have slowed the pace of the attack down. I would have been probably a little bit more tactical, a bit smarter in, in trying to break down that Uzbeki defense. So I pick think them
1: off bit by bit. We day. were going
2: at them quite. Yeah. yeah, well, we're going at them pretty quickly, right? It was a million miles an hour up front and then it kind of came back to haunt us just with the finishing as well and and the conditions. So Mm. for me, I think it's just about being a bit smarter and a bit more patient in that final third. Um, It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, that frantic quick pace, which we know that our players up front have the speed and they can work to that. But against a team like this, I'd be just be a little bit smarter, play around with them a bit more, get them out of position. They they know what to expect from us.
1: Okay. Yeah, just just mix it up. How do you feel about the narrative that emerged after the match that, this Matilda group must win in Paris to make sure that this year actually has some result that they can look back on and say, this is what we achieved. Is is that a fair narrative at the moment, that Paris is truly a place where there must be a result for Australia? Well, for a generation, I guess, yeah, I there guess. is.
2: Yeah, look, definitely, I think there's that expectation. I think for this particular generation, mm. um, financially and, and from the exposure perspective, they 've had uh, what, few, or what past generations have not, mm. and so that 's where the expectation comes in. If we 've basically invested this much into to this generation, then we expect some sort of result. Yeah. I think we 've seen that in the sort of acquisition of, of the World Cup and obviously their performance at the World Cup as well. But uh, I think the Olympic Games is a completely different mm. uh, situation. Do I expect them to have medal hopes? Absolutely, and they should. They're Mm. they're right up there and in contention for podium finishes or podium finish at the Olympic Games. What colour that is, I'm not too sure. And that will all depend on where they land in the groups as well at the Olympics Mm. and who they have to compete against um, as well to get through that. So some important... um, I guess, facts that will still have to come to fruition with other nations qualifying. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think at that stage, once we've got a fair idea on the pools, we can sort of say, well, yes. This is now the very realistic expectation. I think
0: with the advantage of hindsight, whether it's 10 or 20 years down the track, they'd be happy with any medal, given the... Correct. The force they've had. Yeah. Hey, talking of the Olympics though, just before we let you go, uh, they currently have a squad of 23, the Matildas, needs to be cut back to 18. I heard the coach Tony Gustafson this morning saying it is the worst part of his job having to tell five players that are good enough that they are not good enough to be in the squad.
2: Yeah, and, and this is the, the delicate part of the Olympic Games and, and the trickiest part, like Tony's saying, for a coach, what do you do? I mean, um, every athlete... I think growing up, you you wish and you want to be an Olympian, right? It doesn't matter what sport you participate in. Um, we have the World Cup in football, but I'd still argue that the Olympic Games is the pinnacle uh, for any athlete's career to have that experience Ooh, and to okay. be an Olympian.
1: That is an yeah, interesting. It's so, interesting so, because of soccer's philosophy of not diminishing the World Cup I and know, then having different know, restricted but, rules at the Olympics.
2: Yeah, and and so it is. It does make it delicate because yeah. I think for most most players, they could have picked up any other sport and they still would have excelled and and the Olympics would be really, really uh, one of their major goals regardless. So, But for me, the Olympics is still special. I I take nothing away from that. But um, Tony's headache of having to cull players is um, something I definitely don't envy. And for the players, too, that miss out, it's a, it's a tricky place to be. Mm,
0: well, Indeed. Alicia, we think that you're special. Can we just get a light drum roll here? Um, all right. Pressure <laughs> can make diamonds, but it can also break people. We want your selection. Uh,
2: I'm I'm backing this up, guys, with another 3-0 win. Mm. Australian well, conservative, at home.
0: conservative.
2: Mm. Uh, I'm going with 3 because I think we're going to see some goals in front of the home crowd. Um, I think Uzbekistan... We we'll, won't cope with the heat, and I think we'll get those runaway goals in the second half
0: again. Roach, I'm going to take her on.
2: Three.
1: Really? 5-1, five, five,
0: <laughs> Matildas.
1: 5-1, like, well, okay. All on, right. on, on. On. As opposed to 3-0. Put something on the line. <laughs> Put something on All right. the line. You can, uh, if, <laughs> if, if if you win, you can have my old footy jersey. Oh, wow. All right. Gee, that's I'll, a three or four isn't it, exactly. <laughs> Wow, that's a real thrill, yeah,
0: The
2: old footage. J- what what jersey? That's uh, all I need. To well, name. you can
0: have a North Adelaide one or a team? West Torrens. I played for two clubs in the Sandfall. Right. All right, all right, okay. Will you autograph and it? And they'll make wonderful. they wonderful dusters for you and your family, uh, uh, Alicia. We always <laughs> appreciate your time. Three nil. We'll uh, we'll relive this and uh, we'll hold you accountable. We appreciate your time.
2: Awesome. Have a nice afternoon, guys.
0: Thank Peace. you. There she is, Alicia Canava's I thought Three nil. Mm. Yours, Rooch, quickly.
1: Well, won't score, so I don't know where you're getting the five one from. Hang on. What didn't you understand about quickly? I'll I'll split the
0: two of you, four 0 Four 0 I'll split I, the both of you. I like it. You can have your say on zero four two seven one five four one double six, thanks to Montine Hyundai, Cheltenham.